All right, guys. Here's the criteria box for this week. Oh, wait. God. That's... That's, uh... Wait. How what's, heavy is that box? I mean, moderately heavy. What's... Mm. What's in the box, Ben? What's, what's in the box? What's, what's in the box? It's just the criteria. What's oh, in the wait, box, wait, Ben? Wait, what? It's just the criteria. Oh, okay. What's, okay. What's in the box, Ben? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the criteria. What, what's in the box, Ben? It's the criteria. Have you opened the box? No. Can you open the box. We started this cold open thinking that Jafar had seen the movie Seven. I don't think he has. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was trying to do the evil thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to get in character. <laughs> Theme see, song. <laughs> see Jafar. I try. I tried to live like you. I, I even went to your house. Tried to live your life, but I just couldn't do it. And so this box is for you. <laughs> You really haven't seen Seven, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. <laughs> okay, well, I guess uh, this is what passes for as a as a cold open. Yeah, Did you just okay. make a joke about killing my wife. Okay, yeah, that's it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Oh wow, she's Brad Pitt's wife. Wait, that's in the box. Yeah, that's in the box. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. Or maybe just for bragging rights, I'm Ben. I mean, if we must. B is for Ben, not for bragging rights. Yes. Bragging rights are for kids, silly Ben. Here we play to the death. For keepsies. I didn't get any rules changes. What's going on? Okay, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Don't you worry your pretty little head about it. We'll just... Move on to the debates. Such a pretty head, Ben. And it doesn't matter until the end, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> rule number two, no evil after. <clears throat> Wasn't that rule number one? I think rule number one is you don't talk about how you're secretly evil copies of your previous uh, selves. Shh. Remember rule number one. So, we're here for our deception debate. Double D. Yeah. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and get started? Chris? Are you okay? It feels like maybe you're having some sort of vocal palsy or... Um, I have a very severe cold again. <coughs> <coughs> Is that better? I think it's more about the way that you're measuring your words. Yes. I can see if I can do something about that. Well, um, don't go see Dr. Giggles. He's... Oh. Have you not been seeing Dr. Giggles, Wait ben? a second, Ben. He's you, not great. You must go see Dr. He's, Giggles. He gets so lonely when you're not seeing him, Ben. He has medicine for you, Ben. Ben. Ben, have you been taking your medicine? Definitely not poison, but medicine, Ben? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good. How are you feeling? Uh, not great. You look terrible. Well, that's not, that's, that's, that's a pre-existing condition. You look worse. Oh, well, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some debating to do so that we can get to the death part at the end. 
First hey, match is Chris versus Jafer. Rule three, you don't talk about death at the end of it. Sorry, I'm still learning the rules. Okay. <clears throat> is it like the monster at the end? You just... Ben, why don't you reach into the box? Okay. Hey, Ben. What's in the box, Ben? It's criteria. I was right. Okay. Good Fantastic. to know. Fantastic. Er, yeah. All right. Who is picking first? You are. <laughs> I think perhaps the apt choice would be poison instead of medicine, Ben. What a dastardly thing to do. Can you just imagine, Ben? Yeah. No, or no. I think, I think I got my imagination beaten out of me. I will take, like, lambs to the slaughter. Oh, how delightful. Yes. Okay, guys. Like, okay, Jafer, I'm used to weird picks from Chris. You yes. got way more esoteric than normal. Hmm. He has a cold, then. I'm not feeling well. Okay. Uh, what deception makes the best wrestling storyline? Hmm. Mm. So, professional wrestling known for its strange and sometimes convoluted storylines. So let's say that you've got like a slightly stocky up-and-comer. Um, not what you'd imagine from a traditional wrestler. Ruggedly handsome, perhaps. Not like a, uh, how you'd imagine a wrestler being built, but like, uh, just kind of like an everyman. Okay. Right? He's coming up and he's, he's, he's getting a lot of heat. And, uh, it's seeming like maybe, maybe the crowd's getting really behind him. He's really over, without even needing to try to be over, Ben. Right? Except that you have a problem, because you don't want him to be over, because you are the management of the wrestling league. And so, he's doing this run for the title, with his uh, refreshing, simple catchphrase, you know, yeah, yeah. The whole crowd just goes, yeah. And of course, his signature move is just wailing his head against his opponent with a pendant. That is sad and true. <laughs> just wailing his head against his opponent with reckless abandon. And as he hurts his neck, oh, it's so unfortunate. But but maybe there's like a comeback story, right? Maybe he's, he's, he's fighting for his recovery. He's seeking the best in medical attention. He's trying to get a doctor to say, yes, yes, yes. You can rec return to the wrestling ring. Um, this guy needs a name. What should, what should his name be? Brian Danielson? Let's call it, yeah, Brian, Brian Danielson. Yes, Brian Danielson, you can return to the ring. Here, just take a little bit of this medicine first. Oh, but he's not getting better. Oh, no. 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 You've got to keep the food inside of you, Daniel Bryanson. No. No. No, you've got to stop pooping, Daniel Bryanson. You're going to be dehydrated. No. No. No, you must cling to life, Daniel Bryanson. No. 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 You will never wrestle again. <laughs> Such tragedy. Such triumph for his opponents. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why they let him use the flying headbutt. That seems foolish in hindsight. Yes. <laughs> Certain. Hmm. Let's not get into it. All right. So tell me the lambs to the slaughter storyline. Ah, the lambs to the slaughter storyline is one we have seen many times over from my favorite of the wrestlers, Bork Laser. Am I saying that right? I think so. I think it's Bork Laisner. Laisner, yes, Bork Laisner. Yes. Like lambs to the slaughter all before him fall. He picks them up and he spins them over their shoulders. 
his shoulders, their shoulders, all spinning, and then they hit the ground. And he does that about three to seven times. Um, something about a city of suplexes. And then they are done. I clams to the slaughter. They all fall before Bork Leisner. I think you meant to say Metropolis of Pile Drivers. Mm. Perhaps a township of slams. <laughs> a suburb of submissions. Here's here's a here's a, a reference to one of our earlier episodes. A hamlet of hammerlocks. <laughs> the mayor of Slamtown. <laughs> yes. I don't the, remember that one. <laughs> the mayor of Slamtown. <laughs> Who was the mayor of Slamtown? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> okay. uh, we, is that for our podcast? Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the city of Slamtown, USA needs a new mayor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that criteria. Okay. <laughs> isn't, oh. it, isn't it lovely to get a sense of your own history? Yes. Ben. Pick the winner. Well, as much as I love that inspiring story from Chris, I can't pick against Bork Lesnar. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not not the best wrestler in the world, as we recently discovered in a tournament, but but pretty good. Oh, he, I believe he is the Universal Champion. Again. Yes, Champion of the Universe, Bork Lesnar. I'm Here we are, born to, to suplex guys. Yes. We're the master of the universe. I'm, uh, <clears throat> yes. I'm more a fan of his musical cousin, Bjork Leisner. Ah, uh, yes. It's very... That, uh, also sponsored by Jimmy John's. <laughs> it's, the whole it's thing an is, interesting <laughs> twist. The whole thing when she is eats the Jimmy John sandwich on stage. Oh, Bjork. She doesn't stop singing. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> ben, yes, it is gruesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, he's had a bout of runaway evil laughter. Like we, like we discussed, he should be avoiding. Apologies, yes. The next match is Jaffer versus Ben. Gentlemen. Okay. Lock up your picks. Okay. I'm going to go. I pick first. You go first. I'm sorry. Yes. And I'm going to take murder basements. Okay. I'm going to go with not telling your co-host the podcast topic. Hmm, that sounds... Murder basements. I love murder basements. I know you do. I'm playing to your favorites. Murder basement. Does it sounds that sound, like a really bad... Does that sound familiar to you, metal Ben? Metal band. Does that sound very familiar to you, Ben, when I lower my voice like that? Murder basement. No. Good. Good. But it sounds like, you know, a high school band that comes in last place at Battle of the Bands. Hmm. We are Murder Basement, and we know one song, and it's three minutes long, and it's mostly Jimmy doing a solo. The topic. What deception is the best to take place in a murder basement? Oh, jeez. Sorry. Yes, well, murder basements always take place in murder basements. Allow me to set the stage. What is the stage? Your parents are moving into a new home. You're helping them move as you are a good progeny. And in the process, you start to bring their various goods that they don't use often but still require occasionally to their basement for storage. When you arrive in their new home's basement for the first time, you see childlike paintings, clearly handprints in what you hope is red paint on the wall, stained there. You see chains hanging in the corner, and the basement 
floor is at an unusual gradient that makes it impossible to stand upright. Yes, this basement is ripe for murder. Basement. That sounds a lot like your parents' basement. It does, doesn't it, Ben? Speaking of which, completely unrelated, my parents have invited you to dinner. Should we get out of the bunker? (laughs) We should go and visit them. I know they would like to see you. It's been so long. Unfortunately, they live in the middle of goddamn nowhere. (laughs) They do, in the middle of nowhere. Where no Mm. one can hear you scream. Like space. But it's my parents' basement. Is it? So if you have a murder basement in a murder basement, does that make it like a murder sub-basement or a murder cellar? Okay, well, is it a secondary basement in the other basement? Because that would make it a murder sub-basement. A basement level two. What What if you stored various murder wines and murder preserves in it? That would be a murder cellar, yes. Okay, I'm glad we ironed that out. Ben! Well, in the cask of Amontillado, it's still just a wine cellar. Mm. Even though there is a murder in there. Mm, But what if you're aging bloods? Then it's a Klingon wine cellar. Ah, yes. Ben, go ahead. Uh, so, in some sort of vast and incredibly complicated murder basement, it might even be considered a bunker. I believe that was established last episode. Mm. And what do we know for a fact happened in this proposed murder basement? You can't prove anything. Nothing. Not telling your co-host the topic of the podcast. <sighs> we pinned a note to you. We did. You we just... even we told you to read it twice. Yes. It's almost like we had improved it and you did not quite grasp it. But we were definitely intending that our audience should understand that we had pinned a note to you with the draft topic while you were invalid. Convalescent, not invalid, convalescing. Yes. Well, it was still a real bummer thing to do to a guy. I'm surprised Dr. Giggles didn't tell you the topic. I know he knew. He found great joy in it. He was very excited about it, Ben. He laughed and laughed. Could you tell? And laughed. I honestly could not. And laughed. He did not stop laughing. And laughed. Yeah, but that's all he, he has ever never does. stopped laughed. laughing, Ben. And laughed. And laughed. And laughed. And laughed. I'm just saying it was a huge bummer, guys. I didn't get to prepare at all. That's fair. Hmm. Well, it's only fair then. Then, uh, point to Ben. Yes, one hundred percent. I agree. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Hmm. Yes, Ben has definitely earned that point. Don't you? He love- did everything he could to possibly debate it. Don't you love the the way that he looks when he gets a point? Isn't yes. it so the joy in his so eyes? Delightful. The way his. Lips curl when he smiles with a victory. Like a balloon being inflated very big. Until it pops. Ben versus Chris is the next match. Go ahead and lock them in. Okay. I will go with... Judas. Judas Iscariot. I may have I may have miswritten my um, choices for this debate <laughs> because I actually have trains on this twice. <laughs> I think I shall select Bagman Shoots the Driver. All right. Your criteria. Pitch a podcast based... On your deception, Ben. Okay. The Judas Podcast. Let's Uh, hear it. (laughs) So, 
I believe that this would be a uh, theology, Christian theology podcast that is arguing uh, specific moral and ethical quandaries, and you have a uh, Calvinist and somebody who does not believe in predestination. So somebody who Mm. believes that every action you take has been preordained and planned by a being greater than yourself and somebody who believes in complete and total free will. And so the first episode they're talking about, you know, the issue of Judas. Uh, Did he betray Jesus or was he put in place to betray Jesus? Because that is the whole point so that Jesus could be, you know, crucified and fulfill his, you know, his goal as the sacrifice because if nobody betrays him he can't do that and his you know his job on earth is not fulfilled the judas paradox yeah so it is looking at and then you might bring in you know speakers and guests and you'll talk about you know other you know issues like the issue of job you know the the problem of evil uh the the serpent in uh the garden of eden and you break them down looking at what is the interpretation of them from a pure Calvinist predestination point of view and from a more uh, traditionally Roman Catholic free will style? Mm. So one believes that they should feel guilty about Judas and the other thinks he's the hero of the story? No, but he's Mm. serving his purpose. Hmm. Worth, worth, worth considering. Yes. Further discussion. Well, but it's like, be required. what would you guys think about the idea of all of your actions being controlled by some greater unknowable force? Mm. It's vaguely comforting. Yes. I've I've had this discussion in the past with a common acquaintance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh well, look at the time. I should be making my answer, shouldn't I? Yes. yes. Okay. Bagman shoots the driver. The podcast. Very simple. Every week, an excellent guest. Mm. Somebody with a lot of listeners. Yes. A lot of virtual clout. They show up on the podcast. They have a great time. They edit the podcast for you. Ah. After the podcast is uploaded. With the ad the ad revenue. Tons of ads. All the ads. All the ads. Audience plus ads equals money. It's true. That is the podcasting formula. And podcast plus murder equals notoriety. Hmm. So after they've edited the podcast, oh no, how tragic. They are dead now. Oh, I guess we'll have to find another guest for next week for somebody to bring in a massive audience and plenty of ad money, and edit the podcast. That sounds interesting. Might I make a suggestion? Yes. No, you're supposed to judge, not critique. Get get the host of Serial on first. You don't want them foiling your plans. Oh, she can't foil anything. She never made her mind up the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, unlike her, my mind is made up. Well, you, uh, well let me, I mean, just to be clear, you... So Ben, Ben, like let, to put this in, ta- in in the terms of our own podcast here. Yes, Ben is editing this next podcast. He's editing yes. this one that we are recording right now. Yes, in order to put it online. <laughs> so in my version of the podcast, something very unfortunate would happen to him after that, and then we would replace him with another person. Hmm. Interesting. I don't like that idea. Hmm. What was rule three again? Uh, we don't talk about being evil versions of our previous selves. No, that's rule one. That's rule. That's rule I one. I think rule three was no monologuing. I thought rule is is rule four. Don't give away the evil plan until you. That was rule two. Well, the, there's the Ozzy, rule two was the Ozzy no Mandias clause, which is of course yes. don't monologue unless you've already accomplished the the evil deed, which I feel. Um, kind of more covers our our current situation, really. Mm, I'm not sure. And for that, I'm giving the point to Ben. Well, Drat. Cool. So that's the end of the first round. 
Ben has two points. I have one point. And do you hear that? No. In the distance? Like a like a furnace in a house with poor insulation in the podcasting room? I mean, that too. That's the ambient dread noise that's always coming into the podcasting recording room of the bunker. No, I refer to the banging on the walls oh, outside yes. Yes, of the of podcasting. Of course, I do. <laughs> I do hear very loud banging. Perhaps we should... Uh, investigate what this banging is. Yes, I'm going to get up and open the door to see what is going on. Perhaps it's Lorianne. Oh, yeah. She did run away after she helped me. Highly. Well, she mostly just beat up all the electric We did forget to go looking for her after last week. I think it's highly unlikely we'll be seeing her again. Hmm. <laughs> Let me go to the door. Okay. Oh, hold on one second. I've got a notification on my phone that says, Oh, yep, they've, they've escaped. They've escaped? I'm gonna get you, you son of a bitch! What? Huh. Ah! 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 Ben! Chris? <sighs> Hi, Ben. You guys just killed Chris and Jaffer. Ah. <sighs> Well, uh, let me hear robots. Clearly, Ben, these were evil clones. How did you not notice? They were robots. How did you not Wait, know? The robots are clones. <laughs> They're evil clone robots, Ben. Of course. Obviously, Ben. Why do you think they've got robot eyes? I guess it all makes sense now. They does it? Does it all make sense now? I would have thought the dead giveaway would be the fact that they have. Goatees shaved out of their beards. They're missing only the mustaches and beard part. I just <laughs> thought mutton chops were back in, and I was very excited. It's just—it's a dead giveaway. If somebody God. already has a beard, when their their evil twin Man, has I'm, mutton chops, I'm out of shape. I mean, I kind of figured it out when they they said that they didn't like Aretha Franklin. They said what? Yeah, and they didn't like Jingle All the Way. Son of a bitch! Did that go to air? Yeah. Ugh. Great. I mean, okay. well, I, th I think I think it bears uh, some explanation. Uh, so yeah, I've been locked up for like two weeks. I've been locked up for I don't know how long. What's the last draft you remember? Um, I don't know. It's all very blurry. Um, let's oh, so uh, the uh, beer draft. <laughs> Oh my god, that must be it. <laughs> I was very drunk after the beer draft. We all were very drunk after the beer draft. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's hear. Like, here's let's let's try and do some litmus testing here. Um, something that I would I would never say, but that maybe my evil twin would say. Like, so for instance, I real Chris, mm -hmm. um, not sexually attracted to the moon. What? 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 Say what? So no one knows that Clone High reference but us, but if you got that, I'm very happy. Say what? <laughs> I don't even know that reference. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so did my evil clone robot make a reference? Oh, he loved the moon. Yeah. See, that quite, was... Quite literally, you missed going to space. That should have been... I missed going to... We rode a Saturn yeah. V. I'm what? so sorry, Chris. Yeah, it was great. Oh, God. Um, yeah, okay. Well, so now a lot of things make a lot of sense. I was I was kind of nervous about the other two, I guess, imposters, which is why I stopped taking the medicine they gave me. But I mean, that's probably yeah, the but, best. Well, Don't, clearly it was poison. Yeah, yeah it's, I had a feeling. It's more than likely poison. I like, said they, do you have any of the medicine? Uh, no, I've been I've been dumping it down the big drain in the murder basement. Did you notice it was like sizzling when you poured it? Maybe was it like eating away at the grate? I had my headphones in. Oh yeah, you don't notice anything. Yeah. All right, it's fine. Okay, wait, well, wait a second, Doctor Doctor Giggles, who the the guy in the infirmary. I don't know what you're talking about. There's an infirmary. Yeah, guy wears a mask over his face, only laughs. Um. You should not go there anymore. 
Also, just as a matter of the point, only place covered by our podcast HMO. <laughs> I would also avoid the murder basement if that's where you've been pouring out the uh, the bad medicine, as it were. The oh, the murder basement. That's oh yeah. So that so that was the room with the literally hundreds of our corpses, right? Yeah, I saw that as they were dragging me to my cell. Oh, okay. Is that so, where we were? So when we came out, it was kind of fuzzy, and I was just running. I tried to shield your eyes. I figured, like, the whole Electric Ladyland thing had you basically in an existential crisis where? for weeks. You exactly. don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't have to worry about that. They're all dead. How did you know that? Well, I listened to the episode, of course. I don't miss an episode. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the wi- there's bunker Wi-Fi everywhere. They're not savages, Ben. I had my phone on me. I just okay. did. I just only had a one-way Wi-Fi connection that allowed me to listen to my own podcast and nothing else. Sounds like hell. So where are we? Um, it looks uh, like we're in the, the middle. Draft. Looks like we're in the yeah. We're okay. okay. Yeah. So it's we're the, halfway through the draft. Whose pick is it? Uh, it is now back to you and Chris. Uh, it's the deceptions draft. Okay. Um, oh, debate. I've got a list of criteria. Yeah. Yes. Do you have criteria? Yeah. So. Uh, oh my God. Who some, made these picks? Some of these well, are. you guys. Okay. So he, he, he clearly got my love of trains. Um, uh, evil clone. That's a little on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. They, they were. In, in hindsight, it was pretty obvious. I took uh, murder basements? Yeah. I must have sniped that from you. What a dick. That that was actually what made me more think it was actually you guys, but... Oh, thanks, Ben. I mean, I do love murder basements. I know, it's weird. It's a bit of a problem, Chris. That's That must be one of the That is one of the points of, of where you and uh, evil Chris converged okay. was your love of murder basements. Did he also love Dune? It never came up. Huh. Okay, so clearly he, he was clearly clear. the evil yeah, clone. Clearly yeah, clearly the evil clone. One hundred percent. I don't understand how you didn't pick this out, Ben. Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. All right, well, I, I guess they were also nicer to me than normal. What do you mean? Huh? Like they were really nice and they laughed at my jokes. <laughs> Dead giveaway. All right, so oh, it might be the meanest um, thing I've ever said on podcast. <laughs> it's Chaffer versus Chris. Yeah. Um. And let's see, my options are <laughs> laughing at jokes that aren't funny, baby replacement, and jingle all the way. I I don't know what to do with this list. Um, also, side note, Jafar and Chris versus Jafar and Chris came <laughs> out on the side of actually Jafar and Chris. Chris. Am I right? What up? Yeah. I mean, you guys did both, like, just grab the other guy and drop him up below the table. I can't entirely be sure who popped back up. Well, you did see that both of those corpses are robots, right? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know that you guys aren't robots who are just assholes to me. Well, I hope I'm not a robot. That'd be a really weird esoteric twist for this podcast. It sounds like something Chris would write. <laughs> Tune in for our New Year's special. <laughs> the robot draft. <laughs> where we draft our favorite robots. <laughs> robot bunker version one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we already have the Christmas special, Chris. Let's not, let's not do I that. Am, I am so looking forward to, of course, next year on St. Patrick's Day, Leprechaun Bunker. <laughs> Is that racist, Ben? Yes. Leprechaun okay. Bunker? All right. I think it's, if it's racist, it's so in the weeds that you'd never be able to tell in reality. It's like if over Hanukkah we did the Golem Draft. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if that's a good equivalency, Ben, because there are... It sounds like a pretty good equivalency, Chris. It's like if during Indigenous Peoples Day we did the Coco Pelli draft. (laughs) It's like during Cinco de Mayo we did the Chupacabra draft. Madre de Dios, it'll kill us all. (laughs) So, basically what you're telling me is that this, this scenario in which on a Jewish holiday we do a golem golem draft um that scenario is already happening every year like because leprechauns are all over the place on saint patrick's day so is that day just like really seriously insensitive and i've been missing that my whole life i guess i'll take um god uh baby replacement 
Well, I suppose I'm going with trains, Ben. Okay. Ah. Uh, reaching into the box. Ooh, it's sticky. Ah. Uh, describe the craft beer based on your deception. Jafar, tell me about that baby replacement beer. All right. So, what's something everyone loves? A ba baby. Babies, yeah. Babies. What's a craft beer that's super popular? Milk stout. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was going to say IPA. <laughs> Milk stout is good, though. Milk, I'm not making a breastfeeding joke on pod. It's... It's not going to happen. It's wonderful. It's the miracle of life. I'm not going to fucking shame that shit. No, I'm not shaming breast milk. <laughs> it's just, it's babies like milk. That's, they do. That is a thing that you can But we have to baby about. replacement. So, okay. So IPAs are very popular beers. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make an IPA tasting style beer with no hops. Interesting. Okay. And we'll call it baby replacement because we're on the nose here. Stay on brand. And so I'll use yarrow and some like rosemary and I'll use fresh lemongrass, which can give it that kind of like greeny planty taste and stuff like that to give it a very full plant aromatic flavor and smell um, without actually having any hops to make it the IPA that it claims to be. Mm. Baby replacement. Very well, nice. Jafar, mm. I'm going to say right now I'm really disappointed you did not design a doppelganger. Oh, oh, that would have been clever. And a pun. It's really your, more your wheelhouse, though. That is, that is true. All right, Chris. Um, so I'm thinking of like a, uh, a dark sour. Mm. Um, so like maybe like something somewhere in like in in total chewiness similar to like a black lager i've had a couple of like sour stouts we had one actually yeah, yeah um tart of darkness of course yeah fucking phenomenal <laughs> uh, that tart of darkness good enough that i was apparently abducted after that podcast <laughs> um although those beers did tend to get better as the night went on <laughs> huh. Huh. funny how that works yeah <laughs> oh man we should get some sake after this. No, that no. was that was not good. It was great. It was better once when I we figured out to shake it. <laughs> I guess we're I guess we're just doing a clip show, guys. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so so a dark sour, right? You've got like some of the bold woody notes of, of a of a black lager, you know, or a stout. You've got like some of like the tanginess, like the uh, the fruit notes of a of a sour. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful color, right? I'm thinking like a rich mahogany. <laughs> um, and uh, the bottle is, of course, going to be like a... Uh, I think... I'm thinking like maybe like a matte black bottle with just like a silver F and a silver U for Frank Underwoods. Uh, so this is Frank Underwoods, and then it's just like the rest of the title is left off the bottle, right? It's kind of like a... Um, like Milwaukee's Best. Milwaukee's Best what? Right? It's implied, right? So it's Frank Underwood's pushing you in front of a train. Um, <laughs> and so, oh, and by, by the way, sorry, of course. Um, one of those sour notes, Georgia Peach, of course. Um, so we've got like a dark, a dark sour with a hint of Georgia Peach to it. Delicious. The kind of sour that you can like have maybe two or three glasses and, have, and feel like fantastic. You have a great night, right? Um, and I'm thinking that maybe we enjoy this at a, um, at a restaurant. Um, it's a really hip restaurant. So it's kind of like built into an old railway station, <laughs> Ben. Um, uh, yeah. So like, uh, you know, you can, you can sit out on the patio in front of the old railroad tracks. Um, maybe occasionally a train will pass in front, but probably not, you know, um, and you're having a couple of pints with your friend of this gorgeous beer, you know, matte black bottle, silver letters, Hey Ben, here have have a have a, a pint of of Frank Underwoods. There you go. Take a drink of that, Ben. You have to take it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Taste it. It's delicious, right? Go on. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. This is, isn't this fun? The three of us all. all yeah, Jeffrey, why don't you stand next to 
Stand next to I'm, Ben. I'm there. good where I'm at. Stand next to Ben, though, because I'm going to get a picture of us with our beers. I'm Chris. Yeah. Let me know if that robot moves, Ben. I can't see it because they're behind us. I'm worried about Chris right now. <laughs> I'm a little worried about Chris right now. Oh, look over there, Ben. No. I push you in front of train. Yeah, I hit it. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> no, you did. You never, you never see it coming. <laughs> I push you in front of train so good, you never see it coming. <laughs> I have profoundly broken this episode. <laughs> I cannot. I can't get it together. <clears throat> you are you are cracked more than a person pushed in front of a train. I spent. <laughs> I spent somewhere in the neighborhood of several. Weeks or months, I don't know, trapped in a cell. All I'm saying is that I might be a little weirder than when I went in there. And that's saying something, because I consider myself to be the weirdest member of this podcast. Well, it was weird, but because Jafar missed uh, the chance at a doppelganger, I'm giving it to you, Chris. <laughs> oh, bullshit! <laughs> there are two kinds of pain, Ben. Regular pain and train pain? <laughs> <laughs> Regular pain, useless pain, and of course the kind of pain that comes from pushing someone in front of a train. Oh, I would have pictured the train of being pain of being pushed in front of a train. And I can't stand the pain of. <laughs> it's just let it go. Next match: Ben versus Jafar. This this recording's gone off the third rail. <laughs> go ahead and pick one, Ben. I will go with. Benedict Arnold. All right. Benedict Arnold. I love his breakfast sandwiches. And I guess I'll take laughing at jokes that aren't funny. Hmm. Interesting. That's just mean. Hmm. Maybe it is a little bit mean. It is really mean. It's kind of what people tune in for, though, right? I hope not. They tune in, they tune in for Jafar. Well, they started tuning in for Jafar getting way into the, into the weeds on the facts of something. And then he stopped doing that. <laughs> in fact, he never did a, a lick of research past mid-season mid one, I think. <laughs> last, uh, uh, last, the last time I did a, a bunch of research was... Wrestling? Um, I did some research for um, sports. And they tune in for, of course, but yeah, pretty my, much. my off-the-wall, um, nigh-unrelatable weirdness... <laughs> Um, and then, of course, Ben. Um, yeah. The, the puns. Yeah. I bring more to this podcast than puns. And I bring more to this podcast than Dune. This criteria. You also bring trains. I bring, I bring <laughs> Dune and trains. And the moon. In, in murder basements. I did not bring the moon. What is the best example of your deception? Well, the best example of Benedict Arnold, I think, would be the Scottish lords during uh, Robert the Bruce's rebellion against uh, Edward the First of England. They're making a movie about that right now. There's, right. A, yeah. there's, there's a Netflix movie that comes out about Robert the Bruce in like two weeks. Yeah, starring Chris Pine. Yeah. Pick, pick a historical scenario and Netflix is probably making a movie about it at some point. Yeah. But uh they <laughs> were they were there with Robert the Bruce and William Wallace. They're certainly not interested in making more Netflix Marvel shows. <laughs> at at the Battle of Stamford Bridge. And then they were some all like spoilers for the movie. <laughs> well, it's the same story as Braveheart. Wait, and yeah, you're telling me that the good guys lose. No, the good guys win. But that's after all of the nobles and their cavalry leave and are like, nah, we also have lands in England. We're we're done with you guys. And then they win anyway. But they win after the main character gets brutally um, executed, right? That, that, that happens. There's still another half of the movie after that. Wait, Braveheart? Yeah. Because he, he wins and then everybody's like, yeah, we fucked up. Sorry. And they come back and rejoin them. And that's why Robert the Bruce is able to win after William Wallace dies. Mm-hmm. So it's... Wait, is Mel Gibson only in half of Braveheart? No, he, but the betrayal happens halfway through. Okay. I was thinking to myself, like, have I only ever seen this film on cable? Is this, are they removing that much of the movie? That's... I mean, I mean it's there's like a, a three lot and a half hour cut movie. out of that movie. Yeah. It's just like, I always, I always remember him dying towards the end of the film. It, he does die at the end of the film. Okay. 
You were I th- for a second. It sounded like you were you were saying, "Oh no, he dies midway through." I was like, "What the fuck happens no. in the second half of that movie?" No, that I don't so, remember. Uh, William Wallace, protector of Scotland for a number of years, hands it off to Robert the Bruce after the betrayal, and so I think the Netflix movie that we're getting is basically the second half of. It's going to focus on Robert the Bruce, so it's the second half of that story. Yeah, even okay. though it's not a direct sequel. Gotcha. I mean, it's when you're doing history stuff, it's hard to say. Okay. I just, um, I really, I truly misunderstood for a second. I thought that you were saying that Mel Gibson dies halfway through Braveheart. And I was like, what? I mean, yeah, that's what's what in the, the psycho. What kind of Berenstain bears is this? <laughs> but no, it's, hey, you thought these guys were on your side. But no, they're on the other side. Is it the Meldella effect? <laughs> you're allowed to groan at my terrible puns. Meldella? <laughs> the Mandela effect? Are you yeah. not familiar? No, but you just said it weird. Meldella? Yeah, the Mandela effect. Yeah. As in the Mel Gibson Meldella effect. Oh, okay. Oh. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whew. Where were we? Um, I'm about to explain uh, the best example of laughing at a joke that isn't funny. Okay. And I'm going to go with Meldella effect. <laughs> oh, well, um, I know that we just kind of triumphed over some evil clones of ourselves, but fuck you, punk goes to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Last match is Chris versus Ben. Okay. I can't leave this on the table because Lord knows I'll be taking it with me when I die. Student loans. Oh. I'm going to go with Starscream. Do you know that I have life insurance for the express purpose of preventing my student loan debt from having to be paid by anybody else? That's it. I have no other reason for having life insurance. Did you have cosigners on it? Yeah. Okay, because if you didn't have cosigners, it doesn't go to anybody else. Yeah, that's the thing. It it goes away with you. Yeah, I had cosigners. Okay. Okay. That sucks. All right. But that's an important thing, everybody. Everyone know that. Yeah. Your debt does not pass on. They will call you and tell you that it does. You don't have to actually pay any of it. Okay. Ben, ben picked his yes. top. Starscream. Okay. Starscream. And I want to know, gentlemen, the best choice for a last date. Chris? <clears throat> so you're really in love with this woman, right? Yeah. Tell me about her. She's just the perfect woman, okay. You know, in every way. Yeah, um, she gets your jokes. She laughs at them. Yeah, you've uh, you've had a wonderful courtship, mm-hmm. and uh, t- tonight is the night that you think I'm going to ask this woman to marry me. All right. Okay. So you're going to go out to like a, a lovely restaurant. Let's say perhaps in, not a train station in uh, downtown <laughs> in downtown Detroit. Um, let's let here. Let's drop some Detroit love here. You're going to the um, to the standby. Okay. I think it's just called Standby. It's a lovely place. The drink menu is larger than the, the actual menu, and the food on the menu is pretty good, but the drinks are fantastic. Okay. Right? It's kind of a place that you know, like you've you've you've, you've been there. Maybe it was the site of your first date. Not a, not a super expensive place. But yeah, it's not, not a rattlesnake lounge. Not but. a not a cheap place though. Okay. It's quality, quality stuff. Right? You have some drinks. You're like. Mm. This has been a, a lovely uh, evening. Let's keep this going. Yeah, you take it. You take it down the alley uh, to um, to the skip, right? Okay. Yeah, you have yourself some frozen cocktails there. Their uh, their cappuccino alcoholic slushy thing is delicious. Yeah, and you're feeling real good. Get one yeah, of those. sounds good. Sounds good. You know, um, and and you're you're getting nervous, of course, because you're thinking about like, oh my god. I've got this in my pocket. I'm I'm ready, right? Yeah. You know. And so you're 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 waiting for the right moment. The the moment comes like the sky opens up. There's a beautiful moon. Just a nice breeze blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Not not that beautiful of a moon. <laughs> <laughs> not that beautiful of a moon. But light breeze comes a blowing, you know. It rustles her hair just perfect. You're just like, "Oh, I'm going to remember this uh, this for the rest of my life. And you reach mm-hmm. into your pocket and you get down on one knee and you pull out your student loans. You're like, hey, take a look. At- oh, and she got hit by a train. You didn't even have to push her in front of it. She just got hit by a train. And then your the student- people mover? And then your student loans eat you alive and you the die. The people mover doesn't go out that far, Ben. And you die in sadness and misery. 
Okay. Well, that is, um, I was going to say up until the very end that that was a better proposal story than grabbing a burger and then asking her to marry you in your driveway. But, you know, I guess, I guess they can't all be winners. Uh, Everybody's got their own style. Yeah, Ben. So this is, this is the end of a relationship. Yeah. A lot of relationships, when they end, they should have ended a long time prior. Mm-hmm. So, say you're, like, say, the leader of a giant group of evil robots. Okay. And your number two has betrayed you every single week for as long as you've known them. Is, are you mm. talking about those guys? No, they were great. Uh, okay. So... You're out on, you know, you're, you go out hmm. to dinner. Great, he says. Continue. And also Orson Welles is there. Okay, I'm following now. I dug my way out of my cell with a spoon to free you, Ben. It was, it was a very sharp spoon. I don't know why they gave it to me, but it took me like three days. Not a lot of time, but like a significant amount of time. Continue. Let's, let's and, and you Orson look Welles across there. At, at Starscream, and you're like, hey, you've betrayed me for the last time, and you kill him. And everybody is like, wait, what? You can't kill off Starscream. Just, but you did. Just fucking did. You just did it. Because it's Transformers the movie, and you don't give a fuck. You're Megatron. You turn into a gun. You do turn into a gun if you're Megatron. <laughs> you do whatever the yeah. fuck you want. <laughs> Also, Orson Welles is there. Why is Orson Welles there? Because he was Unicron. his last. His last role was this Unicron in the Transformers animated film. Oh God, how much that must suck, huh? <laughs> his life did not go well at the end. <sighs> All right. Well, can I make a brief aside to say that I'm a very happy person right now? Um, I love my life, and uh, that uh, that. Like really grim pair of uh, of of answers here kind of bummed me out a little bit, but I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows. Um, yeah, I'm being okay. free. I'm, free. I'm not going to say being sun seeing sunlight because you know we're still in the bunker. Yeah, but the lights up here definitely got a little bit more vitamin D than oh, the yeah. lights down there. Yeah, you don't do look exist. Real pale. They don't like you are halfway to chud. They don't uh, chud. Have you guys not seen chud? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nope, yeah, you lost me. Okay. They're, they're, we, lost, they're, we lost you at seven, apparently. <laughs> they're a race of subhuman sure monsters who live in the, in, the, in the sewers in a horror movie, also entitled Chuds. Okay. You're that a was... Chud. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right. Well, I'm going to give this one to Ben. Of course. Because Orson Welles. Yeah. Also, he knows how betrayal is treated. I turn into a gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't want... Uh, I don't, in, in the cross between your fiancé, who doesn't exist, getting run over by a train, or Ben shooting me when he turns into a gun, I'm going to go with not getting shot. So, sorry, sorry. It was a metaphor for, for student loans, annihilating the prospect of, of someone ever deciding that they want to marry me. That, oh. was, that was the whole... Yeah. I still lose? Of course I still lose. Okay. <laughs> you got student loans. Of course you still lose. Yeah. Debt forever. Okay. Um, well, that gives Ben four points and leaves us tied with one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know what that means. The coin. The coin. The oh, coin. For a second, I thought we were going to have to kill no, each other. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Not again. Not again, Chris. You know, we did it. We we made our plan right, and I have to say, I really wish that we had gone the other way and killed each other's clones because it felt really weird to murder myself. Yeah, See, I would have figured that would have been cathartic. Like that's something I talk about in therapy. I don't want to talk about murder boners right now. Why don't we flip the coin? All right. So this is weird because robot Chris went first. So I also was imprisoned first, so we can yeah, just keep it. Yeah, he was imprisoned right. first. Okay. So, all right, Chris called in the air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Call it as a drop it. <laughs> call it in the air. Oh, shit. Oh. All right, Chris, call it in the air. Three, two, one. Heads. It's tails. Fuck. I All right. Months in prison. He crawled through a mile of shit. I didn't. No, I did not, Ben. All right, the final match is Ben versus Jafer. Okay. Go ahead and pick one. Gentlemen, all of your remaining options uh, are refreshed and available to you. Choose wisely. All right, well, I'm just going to go with the last one from my list. I'm going with the empty fort strategy. All right, I'll do the same and take Jingle all the way. Okay. All right. I don't know it's, how it was a deception, but well, I guess... you were very anti-jingle all the way. Ugh, that seems very un-me. Well, we did discover that the postal worker with a bomb subplot did <laughs> not age well. Problematic. Yeah. Nope. It uh, does not translate to the modern uh, the modern world, does it? All know. right. Well, I guess let's. Hear I the mean, it probably wasn't yeah. great in a post Unabomber world anyway. Uh, it's fair. It's almost like every movie with a bomb in it is kind of ill-considered, isn't it? Well, every children's comedy with a bomb in it. It's a surprisingly <laughs> wide field, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> As a kid, you're just you're thinking like two things. Number one, quicksand is going to be everywhere. Number two, everyone's going to have bombs. You're going to have to you're going to have to defuse a bomb by the end of your childhood. Never happened to me. <laughs> I mean, except when we play that bomb defuse game. Oh yeah. So what's the criteria, Chris? The criteria make an Arnold Schwarzenegger style pun. Ah, son of a bitch! For your pick. Alright. Okay, so as I've explained, the empty fort strategy in this scenario there's the giant walled city there's no guards up on the parapet the doors are wide open. Mm Mm-hmm. And the enemy force is marching in their hundreds and thousands with their their gleaming spears and shields and and dark evil you know uh, aesthetically displeasing helmets and just above the gate strumming on his little guitar is Arnold Schwarzenegger and he says, "Oh no, I hope you don't loot the city." <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> And then they're like, well, this is clearly a trap. And they go away. I think in the Arnold Schwarzenegger version of that, um, uh, he drops from the top of the gate. And then just beats them all to death with the loot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Oh, it seems to have struck a chord. God damn it. (laughs) Ah. So um, Arnold is... uh, at the mall, right? And this is in the movie. First, He's at the mall. It's like the middle of the first act. Yeah. yeah. Talking to Chris Parnell. And, uh, well, he goes up and he talks to the mall Santa. And he goes, I got to tell you, Santa, there's something about this place that doesn't seem quite kosher. Is that real? That's a real quote from we, the movie. Yeah, that movie is not as good as you guys remember it being. <laughs> we need to we need to sit down and watch that movie. We will for Christmas. Uh, that is is uh, it is going to all the way on Blu-ray. I'm going to I have to find out if I can get it on Voodoo. I'm sure I can get it on Voodoo. Okay. We'll watch it there. One of you made a good pun. The other person had Arnold Schwarzenegger in their film. <laughs> Points to Ben for originality. Which means just to be fair, cl- comes in second. <laughs> just to be clear, I don't approve of your pun, Ben. That was a great pun. You it can was fuck off. <laughs> that was two good puns. I don't know that it. I don't think that it really resolved itself. Well, at least you didn't string me up. <sighs> I mean, I thought it was a little out of tune. If I'm being honest, double. Uh, I should have taken laughing at jokes that aren't funny. Sorry. I mean. I thought puns were my forte. That was another music pun, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. We'll bridge the gap between us somehow. Yeah, I mean, just handle it in post. You know how to handle it in post, right, Ben? What are you talking about? 
No, no, I, I meant bridge the gap as in, like, there's a part of a musical instrument that yeah, is the, the bridge. bridge. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've got second pick forever, it seems. So I'm going to go ahead and say that we're doing a Thanksgiving draft. Oh, Let's get nice. in the spirit of things, guys. Excellent. Cool. Um, but uh, what's this? I'm seeing a notification on the draft master here that next week is going to be a bye week. Oh, well, that's neat. So is it weird that every time there's a notification on, th- on that thing, like my heart just drops? I'm just like, oh, that, that's completely normal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I so think it's because you plugged it into your brain so many times. So next week's a bye week. Oh, I and get then to do that, that again. I get to plug the computer into my brain. Is that why you didn't do it last time? Huh. Huh. Oh. All right. Well, well, I guess uh, we'll be back to you soon with uh, the bye week and then the Thanksgiving draft. All right. Fun. Cool. Oh, hey. Um. So, our evil robot clones are definitely gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah they crawled out about halfway through uh, your and I's last debate. You didn't want to maybe say something, Ben? Well, we were in the middle of debating. We, we, sh- oh. we could have spared some time to finish the job. Oh, okay. Hey, hey Jafar, good news. Yeah? It wasn't a murder boner. Oh, good. <laughs> it was just the regular kind. <laughs> just, just, just an assault and battery boner. <laughs> it was just a misdemeanor boner. <laughs> I mean, it was assault with deadly intent kind of boner. Um, well, isn't it more of a vandalism? If it's a if it's robot. a robot, okay, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes, um, willful destruction of property boner. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. Uh, definitely appreciated their music while I was locked up in my cell. It kind of kept me sane. Yeah. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Feel free to let me know if you think these are the real Chris and Jaffair. Definitely. We're definitely the real Chris uh, and Yeah, I'm, I'm got to be the real Jaffair, right? Right. There are no wires coming out of either of our heads, and there were wires coming out of their heads. That's I You've think made that's... weirder fashion choices. And anyways, you can go ahead and interact with us and other listeners on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash DraftTheUniverse, on Twitter uh, at DraftTheVerse, and on either platform using the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. We'll and see you course, next week, Internet. And, and of course at uh, Neopets.com. Stop making promises for things we can't have. (laughs) An AOL keyword, draft the universe. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Internet. Okay. Uno, dos, tres. El clapo. <laughs> Is that an El Chapo pun? It was also just... <laughs> okay, maybe I made it funnier than it was. I mean... El I, clapo. El clapo. <laughs> I was about to say that is my uh, drug kingpin name. <laughs> El clapo. <laughs> uh, do you have... Do you, have a, do you take Veltrex? El clapo? Isn't that the herpes medication, yeah. also known as the clap? Yeah, it was a no, joke, Ben. The clap is uh, gonorrhea. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was herpes. Whatever. Get your I'm not STIs hip- straight, son. Yeah. Are there STIs now? I still call them VDs. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you need any help with your shell shock there, buddy. Did they really call them STIs when you had sex ed?
think, no, it's, I think it's more recent because some okay. of them are infections and some of them are viruses. I think they call and it, so it's too they call S- it STDs. They call it STDs when I was yeah. Yeah. So it's I to got get rid of the both. stigma. I got of STD and you got VD. Both of them? I got I got VD and STD in high school. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is you should have worn condoms. <laughs> and that's our button. You know what I meant. You know damn well what I meant. I know. Syphilis. What does VD right, let's mean? Get on with it. Venereal disease. Oh, okay. <laughs> the D might as well stand for draconic. Because it's an old way to talk about something. It is. <laughs> venereal. Venereal. Because we can't say sex. <laughs> you get this from pro- procreation. Only procreation. Yes. So, you guys um, haven't... I'd, have you guys listened to Sawbones? No. Some of the stuff they used to do to treat syphilis and gonorrhea is crazy. Like cut people's heads off? Like inject mercury into your dick? Oh, yeah. (sighs) And one guy was sure that syphilis and gonorrhea were the same disease, just at different stages. Uh, And the way he tested this was he needed somebody who didn't have syphilis or gonorrhea. Oh, no. And he didn't have syphilis or gonorrhea. (laughs) So what he did was he got somebody who did have what he thought was the same disease... Stuck a needle into one of his, pu- uh, you know, pus-filled nodes. Oh, Ben, stop, stop talking, Ben, stop talking, Ben, stop talking, Ben, stop talking! And he's like, see, I have the symptoms of both. I... Like, yeah, because he had both syphilis and gonorrhea. <laughs> he... But because he was so, like, convinced in his, you know, when en- whenever he told any other doctor, like, well, you believed it enough to stick a needle in your dick. I feel he must be right. Very sick, right? Okay. And he put he put uh, the study of of uh, syphilis and gonorrhea back by generations. Not button material. <laughs> Not Not button, button material. material. <laughs> no, it's zipper material. Ah. Uh, okay. I need a minute. Just oozing out at the end of oh, the podcast. Stop! Stop! <laughs> you know that one podcast? Uh, maybe it was a documentary where they caught the guy on camera secretly confessing to his crime. Yeah. You want to be the first podcast where they <laughs> accidentally catch somebody murdering a co-host for the first time? <sighs> As he grabs his number two Ticonderoga. All right. Self-defense. Uh, ben? It's not the needle part that bothers it's me. It's the dick part. It's the, it's it's the, the pus. pus. <laughs> the postules. Ugh. I'm glad we're on the same page, Chris. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. Draft the Universe. This is the... I'll start over. (laughs) (laughs) You really... You just drew... You drew it out like like saltwater taffy. Just (laughs) Okay. Does anybody actually like saltwater saltwater taffy? Yes. Um, Bullshit. I think that saltwater taffy and fruitcake are the same things. Oh, like, I love I love fruitcake. Oh, fruitcake's disgusting, Ben. You're a terrible person. See, <laughs> you're either a fruitcake person or a saltwater taffy person. I have just proven this conclusively in the uh, the science laboratory of our podcast. Cool. Pick up the intro again. Actual button material. Button. <laughs> ben, one button. No, no, too many buttons. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah.